When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome back to the Walk.se, the ongoing podcast about becoming a minimalist vagabond while walking from Stockholm to Sydney. And we're back to the more usual program now after last week's episode. I hope you liked the last episode. Uh, it was a little bit different. It wasn't so much about the walk or what I'm doing now, uh, more about some of the things I've been thinking about while during the walk and reflecting on uh, some of the work I've done before and uh, with the new impressions and new ideas I, I keep getting from a, a lot of the content I, I have time to listen to now that I walk, uh, podcasts and audio books and everything. You naturally think about uh, a lot of things that you have done and how you've worked. Well, I, I hope you found a little bit of value in the, um, well, what shall I call it, the uh, audio article. It's hardly long enough to be called a book. Five thoughts on being a photographer. I actually hope to be doing uh, a few more things like that in the coming six or seven months or so or before this walk is finished. I'm not at all sure how long it's going to take or how many I'm going to do or what subjects I'm going to do. Uh, I have got one or two on the go that I've started working on already and they will be more centered around minimalism and walking and what I am doing now. Uh, one of the reasons I am doing it is because I, I want to practice uh, my writing. I actually want to get some writing done and well as I said in the um, in the podcast article on being a photographer, how do you become a good photographer? Well, you photograph. And how do you become a, a reasonable writer? Well, the only way to do it is actually to write. You have to practice it. You have to actually do it. So that's one of the reasons I'll be doing those. And I will be putting some of them out here to share with you. And I hope you feel that's all right. Uh, I, I actually be very interested in any comments you might have, if it's uh, good or bad, disruptive or interesting, or, or either yes or no, do you want me to continue with uh, different little, uh, I'll call them articles, uh, as I go. Uh, I hope you will be interested, I think I will be doing it even if you aren't, but whatever impressions you have or comments you have about that, please leave that on, on, on the Facebook page, it'd be interesting to see what you say. Because I didn't do a normal podcast last week, I've done a few kilometers since uh, last time. I, I left Kunze, um oh, it's almost two weeks ago now, and uh, and headed off. And um, the first day I walked from there, I actually, um, towards the end of the evening, I had a little bit of rain during the day, but it'd been a hot, pretty nice sort of day, a nice day's walking along some smaller roads. I uh, I came upon a, on a, on a man sitting on a horse. Um, wasn't the first one I'd seen in Texas. I've seen more horses here in Texas as I go along, which uh, seems pretty natural, I suppose. But that's, I have seen more horses. I stopped and um, spoke a little bit with him and asked him if I could take a, take his picture. And uh, we, we spoke for a while. And it turned out to be uh, Talbot Huspeth. 
he asked me where I was staying and uh, where, oh, he asked me all the usual questions, usually basically about the walk. And uh, I told him that I was going to start looking for a campsite and was starting to get late. And he actually suggested a, a church a little bit further on down the road, uh, a mile down the road. He said I was quite welcome to uh, to camp there for the night on the, on the church site. Uh, we spoke for a while and he said he'd probably come by a little bit later and he asked me if I was all right for food and everything. It was very hospitable in, in every way, actually. And I, I walked to the church and I was just setting up my tent in the um, in the church grounds. When Talbot turned up, there was some thunderstorms turn, turn approaching and it looked like it was going to get pretty wet. So he actually invited me to sleep in the church uh, and I actually got a, a really nice camping space, uh, really luxurious in the uh, the comfort of the church uh, with plenty of room out of the rain and in the air-conditioned comfort now the heat and humidity have been pretty hard it takes a lot more out of you to walk a full day in the heat uh, here it's uh, it's been averaging a little bit of more than 30 degrees between usually between 30 and 32 33 degrees I'd say um, and the humidity has been pretty high there's been a fair bit of rain so the humidity has been quite high the one thing I am really really appreciating now in my equipment is my new uh, cooler flask uh, I bought for my birthday I bought myself a, um, a half a gallon cooler flask that I can fill with ice and then top up with water and it actually keeps that reasonably cool through the day. I mean, it doesn't keep it cool for a whole day, but it, it's a lot nicer than drinking uh, lukewarm water anyway. And, and so I actually, I might look into getting an even bigger one. I might even try to see if I can find a, a gallon one to have with me uh, as, as I walk across the rest of Texas. Uh, uh, ice is available more or less everywhere. Every service station sells ice, but a bag of ice is a bit much for my little cooler, so a larger cooler will probably keep the cool a bit better, and I'll also be able to get more of a, a full um, bag of ice in it. So I might look into that in Austin and see see what's happened. I'm really appreciating it anyway, walking during the day, being able to drink some some uh, cool water. The day after that, after after I left reasonably early from the church and I walked to Dayton, a uh, hot, long day, not really much... <laughs> much to say apart from that. Uh, one thing I can say is I passed through a town called Liberty. Yeah, even when I saw the on the map, saw the name on the map, it just sort of uh, really struck me as the sort of name that a town should have that's in one of the Reacher novels, you know, the, the Jack Reacher novels. Uh, so I've seen a lot of really nice names and towns, but that's really, Liberty sounds like a town that should be in a Reacher novel. Leaving Dayton... The next morning, just coming out of town, I uh, I met Tyler, uh, a guy who was standing on the side of the road, and it turned out to be um, other walker, which is really great. It's I've only met two other walkers on my on during the whole year, uh, and you might remember them, uh, two guys that were walking across America that I, I met uh, oh, about a month ago or something now, and now uh, here's another one, and uh, Tyler had set out, he'd. Uh, <coughs> Been in Houston and he'd been lucky. He'd been there for some some music uh, uh, festivals and he'd been having a time. And he was headed out in Houston and he was on a bit of a test walk. It was like my test walk that I did in Sweden. He was out on his test walk and he was planning to walk to um, America and then, depending on what he found out and how it all worked out, he was uh, maybe planning to do on a, a larger across America walk or something like that. And uh, 
he was having a bit of a problem. Uh, he had a cart, and it wasn't really a very good cart. It was like, like a cheap, foldable shopping cart with very, very small front wheels, and um, one of the front wheels had broken. And he's, I think he was a little bit despondent. I think he's actually a little bit, bit down. It seemed a little bit like he wasn't all that that cheerful. And he checked out the mule, and I, I think he was a bit envious of the mule compared to his cart, which is uh, uh, pretty standard. Mule's a good thing, you know. And uh, but we spoke and we talked about what I had done and where I'd been and uh, what his plans might be and what he might do and where he might pick up a a, a new cart and um, I, I think he sort of uh, uh, perked up a little bit and 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 yeah felt a little bit more confident that it was it was doable and and I think he cheered up all all around as we spoke. It seemed like a really nice guy and I actually received an email from him the other day and. Uh, he just wanted to, uh, you know, shoot me an email, make sure I had, that he had my info saved. He actually says that, uh, he says here, the day I passed you, I was really starting to rethink my plan. Seeing you helped my resolve tremendously. For that, I don't know that I can thank you enough. Good luck. And uh, good luck to you, Tyler. I'm going to shoot an email back to him and try to encourage him as much as I can. Uh, I mean, he's out there. He's doing it. He's walking. All he, need, he really needs to do is get himself a better cart, and I think he'll... he'll uh, enjoy it a lot more and it's really great to see and to meet a few other people that are actually doing the same thing um, there are long distance travelers but there are very very few walkers most people are hitchhiking or riding the bus or uh, and there are a lot of cyclists out there naturally a lot of people all over the world are cycling long distances so after I left Tyler it was another two days walking in the heat and I uh, finally arrived in Houston uh, now, I arrived there on a Sunday, not too late. I actually arrived there in the middle of the day and uh, even walking into Houston, I wasn't all that impressed. And I'd got myself a hotel in the downtown area and, uh, yeah, well, it wasn't all that spectacular. What could I say? Just just sort of like a downtown. It was a, a typical type of uh, uh, office area, downtown area, where a lot of offices where people worked during the weeks and then it was just empty there on the Sunday and... The only thing that was there was that there were actually a lot of uh, what appeared to be homeless people uh, hanging about all over the place. Uh, they were all quite nice. There was nothing threatening or anything like that. But it just, you know, it wasn't a, uh, wasn't very impressed, basically. Now, I thought it might be a little bit better on Monday when all the people came into work and uh, sort of like the downtown area might sort of liven up and become more alive and more sort of more human, basically. Uh, and I was having a rest day. I'd recorded the um, the five thoughts on being a photographer, and during that day, and I spent the day walking around town, and but it was all still pretty empty and boring. Uh, you know, well, my impressions of Houston: a lot of construction work and close sidewalks, basically. Not not all that impressed. I found a few bars. I uh, sat around a little bit, and I um, I watched some um, some football, some soccer, uh, but yeah, nothing much was happening there really, and. Uh, I mean, I had a nice rest. I needed the day to rest, and I needed to, um, well, get the last uh, podcast out there. But uh, Houston in itself wasn't really all that much to, to talk about. So I left Houston on the Tuesday, and uh, and a lot of there seems to be a lot of construction work going on around Houston, a lot of road work, and I worked through walked through some large areas of, of road construction. And, and the strange thing is that. Um, 
there's never any planning for for any sort of walking or sidewalks there's always plenty of roads and there's these big uh, cloverleaf constructions and there's roads passing above each other and under each other and then a lot of things happening uh, but there's never ever any thought given to people that are walking uh, which is a little bit strange i mean more and more then we think about the environment and everything else i mean people should be starting to considering consider stuff like that and make uh, walking a a better option but uh, in this area it's definitely not happening i walked them through some very nice small towns or a lot of antique stores and you can even find nice small old old style diners and ice cream parlors and yeah they're pretty pretty some pretty nice areas here all around some some small towns that have been very very nice and some small towns that haven't been much at all but, but i mean it's been yeah it's been quite a nice area and it uh, feels slightly different from Louisiana and that it seems to have a slightly uh, more of its own sort of feel here in Texas already and uh, and I expect that as I go go even further west it'll change even more so I'm really looking forward to that I've spent a couple of hot nights in the tent sweating it gets very hot in the tent and it's really important to drink a lot when you're out walking like this um, I need to to drink more than I think. I mean, I basically need to drink all the time, even when I'm not thirsty. I'm doing a pretty good job, I think. I don't have any problems. I'm, I haven't been dehydrated or anything like that. But uh, it is something that you constantly have to think about when you walk in this weather. Uh, I am now in uh, Bastor Bastrop, Bastrop, I think it's called, near Austin. It's not that far from Austin. Uh, one day, maybe day and a half to walk into Austin from here, depending on where I intend to stay in Austin. And when I get into Austin, I intend to t take a break for a few days, um, do some sightseeing. I've heard a lot of nice things about Austin, so I'm quite quite looking forward to having a look around the town. Uh, and I'm also hoping to meet uh, Kirk Tuck, uh, a photographer who lives in Austin that I've uh, sort of got into contact with through the internet. Uh, and I've basically been following his blog and a lot of stuff that he's written, uh, and I've read several of his books on photography and lighting, and I've been following him for, oh, I don't know, it must be getting close to 10 years now, I, I imagine. So it'd be very, very interesting to uh, to meet him, actually. I'm looking forward to um, to doing that. And you never know if I have enough time. I might even get uh, my next little uh, essay, I suppose I should call them. It sounds better than an article. Uh, five thoughts on long-distance walking. I might even just get that close to finish if I have a day or two over. We don't know. I'll also be meeting up with Charlie, um, the guy who's going to be walking with me for the next three weeks or so, which will be very interesting as we haven't had any contact at all, apart from the little contact we've had on, uh, through uh, through the blog and uh, like a face, few Facebook conversations. So it'll be interesting to have, get him and I'll get him on the podcast and I'll get him to introduce himself in the coming week and I know he's got his own little project going. I'll get him to talk a little bit about that. And uh, one thing I'm hoping I might be able to do with him is um, uh, actually do an equipment podcast where I go through the equipment I have and what it's, what's been good and what hasn't been good and how what works and what doesn't work. Because it might it'd be very good to do that sort of podcast with um, with someone that might be able to ask some questions or, or you know a reasonable input from another one ask the proper questions that you all might need want to hear about. So we'll see how that goes. I. I uh, yeah, I definitely think that would be a good idea to do that with him. We'll see. We'll see what he thinks about that. <laughs> we'll see. 
Uh, Austin will mark the halfway point of my walk across America, especially the route I've planned at the moment. Uh, and that's probably one of the reasons I, I, I think I deserve a few days off. Uh, I've, I've walked uh, in America more than uh, 2,500 kilometers. I've sort of, I've got a bit of a tally going on. I've got a bit of a spreadsheet going on and, and I'm, I'm averaging uh, about 40 kilometers a day on my walk days and, and the, I'm averaging very, very close to uh, 28, oh, well, actually almost exactly 28 kilometers a day total, even taking into account all my rest days. So, uh, which is more than I was expecting. Um, I've always sort of expected that I would be averaging somewhere around uh, 30 kilometers on the walk days and, uh, 20 kilometers on the total average, uh, so I'm a, sort of way ahead on that. But I think that'll be sort of, that'll be somewhere around that average that I'll be trying to keep up for, for the, uh, for the rest of the journey across America. In one of the first podcasts from America, I, I said I was very unsure of what to think about, um, uh, the USA as a, as a country. And, uh, I always have been a bit ambivalent about what I think about it. And, it's still very early to give any sort of verdict about what I really think, but uh, I'm starting to get a little bit more sure about what I think about the country. And uh, what I think is that it's a country of contradictions. I mean, there are so many extreme contradictions in everything here. I mean, it's uh, uh, you you might take as a certain thing like the the how how there is always the opposition between quality and quantity. Well, because of the extreme quantity of everything here uh, there is some quality here and everything as well but you just have to look for it there is a extreme poverty and extreme uh, richness there's i mean everything is in extremes in this country and there's a great span of everything and it's very much a, a country of contradictions um the opposites and uh, and things that will collide all the time and and it, but if you look for things you can usually find what you want but at the same time a lot of <coughs> quality and good points are hidden by a lot of crap the people have been great uh, which is probably the most important thing i've only met really nice people i haven't had any problems at all uh, service is not always great because uh, people uh, i don't know they don't seem to understand uh, certain things i don't i don't know how to put that uh uh, but as a general rule, uh, people are very friendly and very helpful. Uh, it, it's coming back a little bit to that contradiction that is here in, in the, in, with everything here in the USA. Uh, people seem to be initially very, very paranoid, uh, scared and afraid, uh, but they release that very quickly and become extremely helpful and and, uh, and kind and generous. So, so I mean, as I say, it's a country of contradictions. I, not really sure what what that's going to mean for my final verdict. If I if I have to give any sort of verdict on the country, but but it's a it's an interesting place, definitely. A lot of uh, you can find almost anything here, I think, and I think that's that's part of it too. Uh, sometimes you have to look a little bit uh, more carefully because a lot of it it's like like the television. If I, if I have a hotel room and then you you flick through the television, there are a lot of channels. Uh, but like that old uh, Bruce Springsteen channel, uh, Bruce Springsteen song, you know, 57 channels of shit, 57 ch channels on the TV and nothing to look at. Or I can't even remember the text, but you get the idea. Um, there are a lot of high quality programs naturally being made uh, here. And I mean, we know that in Europe, we get a lot of stuff that's really good and high quality stuff. 
but there is so much shit on there as well that I can't understand that it gets on there at, that anybody wants to want it at all wants to watch it at all it's uh, it's pretty incredible incredible well that's about it for now I'm will be heading into Austin in the next couple of days and I hope to be taking it easy and um, hopefully enjoying Austin uh, meeting some new people keep listening spread it to all your friends uh, i'd appreciate if you could review and rate uh, the podcast on itunes if you have any sort of possibility of doing that and uh, <clears throat> whatever else you do uh, keep walking planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.